Welcome to Brownlow Bar, where we discuss Brownlow, footy, beers and bets. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We are back at the bar as always. You're well, back. Hey, for myself, yeah. I'm just happy to be back. I'm uh, glad you're back, mate, because it was a bit of a ruddle of ship last week, I must say. Oh, I'm glad you're aware of it, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> um, I thought I'd get him before you started, mate. Mate, there's one more of us we've got to introduce. Speaking of um, my little hiatus last week due to COVID there, one more bloke we've got to introduce tonight's Tybo. Now... I feel like I'm yelling louder, but I don't mean to be. It's just because he's <laughs> in another room right now, just across from us. Tybo, how are you, mate? Yeah, are you talking to me now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how you going over there, mate? Thanks for the introduction, boys. So, um, mate, yeah, happy to be here. You've copped a little COVID this week. Yeah, nah, fuck it. COVID. Oh, we'll get rid of it. Ten words, out comes a swear word. <laughs> yeah, he didn't last long, did he? It'll be fine, boys. We'll get through and, uh, yeah, we'll be back to normal next week, hopefully. Yeah, so apologies if Ty is a little bit muffled tonight. That is not an audio issue. That he's is just him. Behind closed doors. He's no good. Yeah. <laughs> but he's with us. That's the main thing. Kind of. And it's important, boys, because there's only two of you last week. Um, and I had a little listen back. And um, to be fair, flatter than a fucking footpath. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Ben Ingham, snooze fest, you two. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't, you know, there was some good points in there. This is not a bad listen, but in all, I just thought you blokes had more to offer and uh, you didn't give enough, if I'm, if I'm honest. But, um, hey, three imbeciles back at the bar tonight instead of two. <laughs> well, so two and a half, be, I suppose. Should be a little bit easier. So I'm glad you're still sticking it out, time, mate, in there. You good, mate, or what? Yeah, mate, I'm fine. I'm just... I'm gobsmacked that Nev's not fucking having a crack at you about that. Mate, we were, we were brilliant. Um, <laughs> uh, rudderless ship, you said, Nev, fair enough. But um, to be fair, we were thrown thrown this obstacle late. very late. late on the morning yeah, of. Yeah, it was morning of podcast that I told you. Betsy yeah. goes, oh, I'm not going to be there, boys. I'm sick as a dog with COVID. And we're like, oh, oh righto, shit. yeah, we'll do a podcast in two hours' time. No worries. Well, the we second line came up late, mate. I didn't know I was positive until late in the piece. <laughs> How late? I was positive, Nev. Was... What'd your kid draw it on like two <laughs> hours later? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I knew I was crook. <laughs> but I'd been negative. I'd tested negative twice before I went positive. So, you know, I was just hoping it was the flu and I was happy to give that to you two wankers. But anyway, all right. We're going to be getting on with the show, boys. Neville, you are responsible for the uh, sherbets tonight, mate. So give I us am, the rundown. Mate. What have we got tonight? Mate, what are we drinking? It's, it's one of my favourites, actually. As you know, I've drunk a lot of beers. I look like it, too. Um, it's actually single, f- it's single Fin Summer Hour by Gage Roads Brewing Company. So it's an absolute pearl. I hope you boys enjoy it. Beauty. Be looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it. Oh. But, uh, yeah, we'll crack on, eh? Let's crack on. Oh, yeah, good. Ha, ah, all right. <laughs> School's beers, out. Boys, first things first, I want to touch on. Well, I've got, got four topics tonight, but the main one, well, the main one will be last. We'll leave it to last. It's uh, a bit of a nauseating little story, that one, but uh, we need to touch on it anyway. Nonetheless, the first one, fellas, a lot of discussion every single year about the Brownlow being notoriously a mids award, okay? Yep. Now, I think we'd all agree that we don't have an issue with it. At the end of the day... Um, it is notoriously a midfielder's award, but that doesn't mean a defender or, or a uh, forward can't win it if they play unbelievably good footy throughout the year. However, there is a Coleman, as we know, for the leading goal kicker for yep. the forwards. There's even a rising star. 
which is Rookie of the Year, so even the youngsters get a look in. Should there be an award at the end of the year for Best Defender in the competition? If so, how can it be done? And or is it way too difficult to have a criteria as to how that can be done? And that is why, to this day, we still don't have a Defender of the Year type award. 100%, mate. It's too difficult. Well, how, how do you measure it? All of a sudden, you're going to have to have all these criteria that you get points or that for. Whereas goals is like Coleman's goals. Simple. Kick him through the post. There's a goal. Yep. Um, with the mids get the Brownlow votes because they generally have the most impact on the game. They yep. are the ones that have the ball in their hands the most. They're the ones noticed. That's why they get the votes. Defenders, they maybe should be something, but it would be so hard because a key defender is different to a rebounding defender. Like, how do you pick yep. one? Intercepting you know I mean? defender, a one-on-one spoiler that just keeps his man to none, 100%. or a running half-back. 100%. You've got uh, Jeremy McGovern, who gets shitloads of marks each week. Then you've got like a, um, like a lockdown defender like a Harris Andrews, who might get seven touches all game, mm-hmm. but he gets like eight, keeps nine opponent spoils, goalless. keeps opponent goalless, kicks one goal. Yet, yeah, it's I think it's too hard to quantify personally. Yep. But what about you, Ty? Ty, yeah, any mate, ideas or um, in a grant, sir? No, um, they should have some kind of recognition, and I think they sort of do in club land. There's always the uh, the best defender that gets an award, um, and there's Spud's Golden Fist guys goes to a defender every single year. Oh well, is it? It does, so, but it's, is it's, it AFL that, recognized. That, that is more of a media oh, media much, award. A, yeah. It is a media award, but they they go through their criteria. The so um, it's the type of thing I'm thinking about promoting to the top punches. level is is the yeah. Golden Fist well, they, award, and that would be a perfect sort of thing that they could say, especially in honour of Spud, Spud Fast. Yeah, yep. let's make this a thing that that recognises him, and, so and what, it's already an ongoing thing when he was alive that he was um, judging this sort of um, criteria for defenders. So, so the current criteria of that, I'm not aware of exactly all it is, what it is, is but the best punch of the week. Yeah, that's what I thought. The, the biggest spoil, let's say. But, Pretty much. But yeah. would you have Key another defender. suggestion to try and create a criteria to how it could oh, be judged, mate? It's no something you it, need to put a lot more thought into. Tough, eh? Yeah, it would come down to I don't know someone, a panel of people similar to Rising Star that vote on it. I think you have your nominees each week for top defender or something, and then um, yeah, go for the. Uh, yep. from the panel almost yeah, the says. way Rising Star's done it'd yeah. have to be like a vote system yeah. I mean so I had a bit of a think about it obviously um, I throw it at you guys completely unaware so I, I had a tiny bit of a think so. about it but <laughs> I tend to agree I think it's too difficult there's a good reason why it hasn't been done yet and it is just too difficult um, but a couple of things you could throw up I mean you, you could easily just have it as the highest polling defender yeah. of the Brownlow medal Yeah. but that said it would feel like a pity party award, in my yeah. opinion, if because like it would hundred fifteenth place, because yeah, it would likely <laughs> yeah. end up being on the same night, and you'd be like, oh, and by the way, now the Brownlow Medal, the best player of the year, has been awarded. The best defender, by the way, guys, was just scroll down, scroll down. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> so I just but, don't know if that would work. And then the other thing is too, how many players drop back and play a defensive role in a game? Mm. So they they play as a defender during the game, but. They're a winger, or, yeah. or or start the season as a defender. You know what I mean? That, the and yeah. there's just too much. Yeah, you can't yeah. do it. I think the only other thing you could really do um, would be almost almost your umpires and have a separate set of votes. But mm. you know, it takes away from them then even wanting to warrant uh, voting. They can't get a, the brown votes the brown right, boys. If you know what I mean? So they can't get the brown low votes yeah. right. Yep, far too difficult, boys. So, and I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, okay, sticking with the brown low at the moment. If you could change one thing in regards to the Brownlow night, the evening itself, or even the ruling of the Brownlow medal and how it's awarded, what would it be? 
one thing. <clears> hmm. <throat> I'd like more time in between rounds so I can place my bets without rushing. <laughs> <laughs> on the night fair <laughs> yeah that is fair, fair. jeez uh, it's a rabble isn't it for, like but as a serious note I don't know mate it does run pretty well mm. um, the voting itself though how it's awarded that, you're all happy like, yeah, I think no, absolutely you just go I, no I, I love it the way it, it is that's fine to us it seems like a rush but I think if you were there on the night it would be a long night because they're there early yep like yeah it seems like a rush when you watch it on telly yep I, I don't think you can really elongate it longer like yeah. yeah, I don't really know no, if you cool. can do too much, to be honest. You're um, thinking more of the evening if you were to change it. Yep. Yeah. Brownlow voting what, system. You like the voting system, mate? And how I do. Like? What I what I don't like is it's done the week before the grand final, so the two grand final teams really can't participate in on the night. A lot of the time, they're not in Melbourne if that's there where they go. have it. So you say celebrate it? Well, end of year after oh, they have that's a, hard. They have a it is hard, isn't it? First week. Of uh, between the end of the season and the finals, that's when it should be done. Place it there. there you go. That's the that's of that. perfect, Ty. End of the season, perfect because it's done then, before then finals. To, then we get to spend all our winnings on the fucking final series. Of I actually like that, Ty, because the Good. the main season's over. Hmm. Bang, right. get it in there. Yeah, yep. I don't mind that. Ty, anything for yourself, mate? Now you've assisted <laughs> Nev there. Yeah. Uh, no, that was Ty's. I'll agree. Good. That was a good one. Mm. No, it is good. Hard to beat. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a good one. Yeah, I think bringing it sooner. Um, it's yeah, you can't change. I don't think the way that it's awarded uh, three, two, ones, and um, I think maybe the ineligibility needs to be looked at. If it's something that's not really, it's an accidental bump or something that gets someone high. I think that that they shouldn't be rubbed out for for something that is on the line. That one week, someone with less um, less points against them um, can get off free. Without suspension, yep. but, but your carryover but points you might get have points suspended. That you? Put you suspended. Yeah, I think yep. that that mm. needs to be looked at. Yeah, good point. Good point. I don't like. You're that. you're a little bit along the same lines as myself. If I could change one thing in there, I would like for a suspended player to still be eligible. However, I'm, t- a- I'm talking about going down a very different line here. Is I believe that I would love to see umpires, let's say, mm. give four votes when they go in, a fourth best on. If a suspension is to come from something that occurred in that game for a player that was in the votes, whatever vote he got is is eliminated. Do you know what I mean? So any votes he got during the game that he got a suspension, he does not get those oh, votes okay, awarded because yep. he was not the best and fairest in that game. Hmm. He was suspended in that was. game. So he gets those points taken away from him, those <laughs> votes taken away from him. and So that's already a harsh penalty. And then the fact that he's suspended for potentially one, two, three games, whatever it is, well, that's already another three games that he's not able to get votes in either. But one blemish out of a whole season of football for me, a bit like yourself, especially if it was a very minor incident that rubs you out of potentially winning the best and fairest of the whole comp, is too harsh for me. I would love them to still be um, eligible because I think the penalty is harsh enough. So that would mean if Lockie Neal got three votes in that game and, got and a then a two a and a tackle. one and, a, and a, the fourth best got, a, like, let's say, a one... Um, and then you found out next week that he was suspended in that game, then whoever the umpires had as the two obviously becomes a three, the, the one becomes a two, up. and the other guy in fourth becomes, gets one vote for that. Lockie Neal's name is mm. rubbed out. He does not get votes for that game. Mm. Already penalises him. He's already penalised himself by missing another couple of games in the future. But it does not rub anyone out of contention of being the best and fairest for the other 20 bloody two games or whatever it might be that they really were brilliant in. Um, 
off mm. just one minor incident that might have been, as you said, minuscule, not really even a dog act. So I um that'd be mine. I actually think that's a fantastic idea, buds. I I looked at it when Ty said it. Said, well, it's the best and fairest. You get suspended. Well, you're not the fairest, are you? Yeah. But but yeah, the way you, you've said you were it not is, the fairest. If you vote that, that game. game yeah. yeah, okay, you can't get votes that game, but you still can. Yeah, yeah so ineligible I, I to get votes during that. the game. That and then that force can just be our our unlucky doesn't mean shit vote. That's and right. And then if someone gets suspended, well, it means shit all of a sudden. So, it does. Yeah, mean, yeah you could say that does mean shit. Yeah. So I don't mind that, buds. You you've got some brains in there. Thanks, mate. COVID has helped me out. Okay, boys. Third one. The likes of Stephen Milne carried the nickname <laughs> Tip Rat back in the day. It's given me a bit of thought during my COVID Was time here. T- is tip with a P? Is yeah, Tip <laughs> Tip, rat. yes, yes. We yeah, know not, you not can't Jordan. pronounce your words properly Sorry, at the moment, I just Mr. all this Nasal. Jordan McGowey talk lately. It's got me thinking about <laughs> Mr. Nasal. Now, all right. <laughs> Different rats. So it's made me think, fellas. There's still a couple of them in our game, I think. Now, these are the guys that are up in your face. They carry on a bit like a pork chop. They might celebrate early, these sorts of things. Who is currently... The biggest two Jack tip rats Genevin. in our game. Oh, two. Good. Give me two names. Well, Genevin's got to be up there, doesn't he? One. <laughs> yeah. Loves, loves. Um, boy, oh, I'm just trying to quickly rack blog. my face. I like, I like the way Toby Green goes about it. He doesn't get up in your face, but he gets that swagger. He puffs yeah. the chest and out. And it's all personal yeah. opinion as to what you he, consider he puffs, a tip rat. He puffs the chest Patley out, looks up at you and goes... I am fucking good, and yeah. I know it, and I don't even need to tell you. I, that's what yeah. I, that's what I like. This is a bit different. Yep. So I'll go with them too because I just can't think of another. Yeah. Tom, yep. Tom Papley is the other one for me. Yeah. Apart from yeah. It's always he's, a small forward, isn't it? He's a little it? flog, yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Bit of a flog. Very good. No, yeah, generally, he's a small forward <laughs> yeah. too. So, no, you didn't need any assistance, boys. <laughs> I had a little list written down there, like your Ginovan, your Toby Green. Robbo, I think, still fits the category oh, from yeah, the Lions. Oh, um, I think even the, the likes of Isaac Rankin, Teeter sometimes, and, and even uh, Grubby Little, in my opinion, Trent Cochin. Um, but um, I settled with Ginovan, who you've both mentioned, and yep. Papley as well. I yeah. think, uh, yeah, Paps. I like what he does. I love his explosive, explosive celebrations, but yeah. he's a bit of a fucking tip rat. Let's yeah. <laughs> <to> be fair. <laughs> okay. Fourth and last, boys, I want to touch on the biggest talking point in the AFL right now. Jordan Degoe. Um So, look, I'm going to kick this off, I guess, with just the way um, the narrative came across to me and how it actually changed. And then I'll get you guys and your opinions on it if you, you felt the same about it or if you want to add anything different to it and how, how you perceive it. But um, for me, when it all began, the Jordan Degoe thing, um, I only initially saw the clip of him uh, <coughs> drunk in a nightclub, carrying on like a pork chop, a couple of little um, tongue whispers and whatnot. Um, Gestures, didn't think much of it. Um, generally thought the media had gone after him, knowing that he was going to Bali. Thought they carried on a bit, and I just thought, why does he need to be targeted? He's been given the lease on life to go there, been given permission. He's allowed to go to a nightclub. He's an adult. Um, the media reports that suggest these things like he's a uh, he's a role model to young young kids. I think that's an absolute cop-out and horse shit way of going after a bloke. He because, in, in my opinion, <laughs> if, if my two young fellows are a Dugowie fan and they see him as a role model, let me tell you, the only time they see Jordan Dugowie is when he's playing football, when he's under the lights or when he's in the daylight, okay? My kids won't have a clue what he does. They don't watch the news. No, exactly. They don't have a clue what he's doing at night time. So for any media to try and portray him as he shouldn't do this as a role model, the only way this gets shown of your role model 
performing badly and misbehaving is thanks to the media. Okay, Jordan doesn't go and send it to my kids, right? And if they've got Instagram, that's my decision as a parent. So I don't really have an issue with him getting drunk and all that. And when he came out, gave backlash to the media saying, this is what it comes down to. Whatever we do, you're going to prey on us. I kind of felt sorry for the guy. Neck minute. I was in his corner. Neck minute. Neck minute, boys. I see him trying to flip that young lady's bap out of the top. <laughs> Let's be fair. <laughs> First thing of first thing that goes through my conscience and my head is, oh, Jordy, you didn't like honestly. Um, the narrative changed there and then for me. The fact of the matter is, uh, he's in control of what media does go to his Instagram, whatever else, and his mates and the group circle of friends he has with him. That changes things entirely. It can be perceived as him treating women purely as an object. It gives the impression. Uh, even to adults out there, not just kids and that, but adults out there that, you know, he might think that he's able to do that with or without consent to to just any female should he choose to. And it's a really poor look when a club like Collingwood are trying to change their culture so much and just a shithouse, shithouse thing to try and, you know, not control it to be not shared. And uh, Jordan, I do not feel sorry for you anymore, my friend. Uh, Is that it, Buds? Yeah, he has not broken any laws. But that we know of. Unfortunately, you just can't do it. So yeah. trying to now blame the media is not going to work for him. Um, all right. Well, see, that's why our podcast was a lot quicker last week because we didn't have a bloke that rambled on for fucking half. <laughs> on you to be a while. So I left it till last. Uh, no, very good, very good. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, the media was out before any any of these videos had come up at the time. As soon as he went to Bali, like, oh, they tried to attack him go. just for going. Yeah, this yeah. is this guy's in our aim now. Um, yeah, look, he probably shouldn't have tried to rip her tit out. Um, <laughs> she was lying down on the, on camera. Um, save that for the bedroom. Uh, I want to know who it was that released the videos because they're a fucking idiot. And and he needs to have needs a, some new mates. He needs he? to have a chat to him and say, mate, what the fuck? You just cost me three point two million dollars by releasing this shit. Because if it all happens behind closed doors, they're all having a good time together. Um, no one else needs to know about it. Like. Oh, mate, yep. it's just the only problem here. That was that, the only problem you had video. with it, the incident, though, was and the fact that he, it's it almost like, you know, the way yeah. in which he's gone about potentially mm. treating a woman that may may not be consensual next time around. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> yeah. having a bit of fun. It, Before it, that, previous to that, him getting drunk in a nightclub, completely up to him. Yeah, exactly. His they, own they discretion. They be filming it and Collingwood let him go. Posting it out. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing is the social media aspect of it getting sent out. Um, that that could happen, like if Jordan DeGo is lying on the fucking bar, and she pulls his tit out, <laughs> it's not going to be an issue, is it? It's going to be play on, fair enough. Yeah. He's getting drunk and he's passed out on the bar, and and they're trying to rip his clothes off. It doesn't matter. Um, he sh- he should know better, and they sh- just shouldn't film it. They shouldn't film That's it. Right. They shouldn't send it out to the fucking public to see. Um, yep. But. Yeah, Collingwood's just fucked up. I think. Needs just to be punished. Let, letting him go, unfortunately, in the first place. It's the middle of the season. They've got one week off. Um, they've just won four games straight or something. They need to be saying, "All right, boys, we've got a week off. We're gonna um, still train, train hard, and come back for the second half of the year and just yep. dominate." You know, we can't yep. be going. We'll, we'll get and, to that part of it soon because I've got one through. question at the end of this too. But it won't take long, I promise. But Nev, any thoughts? Mate, or pretty much um, in that whitewash somewhere. I'm on the same wavelength with the goey. But uh, while we're on the subject, 
it's I'm gonna go nuclear right now. Oh, you're ripping in. I am, mate. Oh. I'm ripping in. All right. tongue boys I want to get it off my chest which that sounds like a Jesus. Jesus Smith kind of thing but uh, <laughs> um, like mate, thing I, it's not but I'm not I'm not going after the goey boys I'm going after the Collingwood magpies the toothless rabble that they are <laughs> now um, what they suspend him they didn't suspend him did they no they nah. didn't they fined him didn't they they suspended yeah, the fine they, they fined him 25,000 <laughs> but guess what he doesn't have to fucking pay it that's a fucking cop out that's an absolute joke. Why say you're going to suspend a $25,000 till the end of the season? Mate, they're not even going to let him out of his fucking bedroom unless it's on the field to play. There's no way he does another naughty thing. What is going on with them? They're supposed to be cracking down on fucking the behaviour of the players. They're trying to fix the culture. It's garbage. They've gone through this whole racism rubbish um, with Heretria, Lumumba... Um, who else? Uh, Leon Brian. Davis. Oh, I thought you meant which name. <laughs> Leon Davis, all the rest of them. Um, and then you go out and say, oh, yep, Jordan Goey. Yeah, you deserve to go to Bali, mate. You, you're a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> He's the last bloke I'd let go to Bali, except for maybe Bailey fucking Smith. <laughs> now, I don't know if they're rooming down in Melbourne at the moment. Um, but, mate, dead set. Just idiots. Just dumb as dog shit. What, Collingwood what, are, oh my. what about Ginevan and Quainall? Oh, you want to get me started well, on Ginevan and Quainall? Righto, yeah. let's go. Do you see the apology? <laughs> Do you yeah. see the apology? No, I haven't. <laughs> what a fucking joke. But Mate, it's, it's two blokes sitting in front of a fucking selfie. Oh, sorry for doing this trend. Um, we know it was wrong. Um, yeah, um, we're still learning. We won't fucking do it again. still learning. Oh. You're a bunch of dickheads. Just don't get on social media. They're going to have to soon, they're going to have to go to some players. Sorry, mate. Give us your fucking phone for the season. You're not allowed it. <laughs> yep. It's a freaking joke, mate. And if Collingwood have endorsed that apology, that's an absolute cop-out, mate. Because Ginevan's in the background giggling the whole time. Fair dinkum. Fucking sitting there going, <laughs> I'm funny. Oh, fucking idiots. Wow. Mate, yeah. just calling. Like, they just don't know Still how going. to deal. <laughs> they do not know a fucking thing how about... How to deal with turmoil my, full stop. Mate, my God. Yeah. Fucking hell. All right. All right. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Sorry about swearing, um, but that annoyed me. One last Great one last bastards. small thing on that. By Good the way, job. the happiest bloke in in a, the AFL right now would have to be Bailey Smith. I mean, how quick can the heat get tur- oh, turned off on you? I and don't, I don't reckon else? he's the happiest. Oh, mate, he may as well feel like he was just carrying a bag of caster sugar now. True. But just but, completely forgotten about. But I reckon he'd still wish he was playing. <laughs> but um, but I agree. The last thing I have for you, boys, is on, on Dugowie. Root should electrocute. Lingy mentioned... <laughs> Do no, three. that's not this week. <laughs> Lingy mentioned a couple of weeks ago about some players seem to just be happy if they're able to play for a pay packet now, provided their footy's up to the stand enough to be able to consolidate that yep. but they don't actually care more or less as to whether or not they were to finish their careers without a premiership it's more just about keeping themselves in a job the salary's good the money's like a there gun almost. is Jordan Dugowie one of those guys mate oh. I just think I, th- I think he is I think Jordan Dugowie's got the brain capacity of a six year old <laughs> okay Right. Mate, what he makes dumb decision <laughs> so, after dumb decision after dumb decision well the thing is the way I see it it's, it's very very selfish right Everyone's on a break, all right? Yeah. The last thing your team needs when they're on a break and they're going well is a bullshit teammate carrying on like a pork chop 
which then makes you all all your phones are pinging. All of a sudden, you're all in the shit. Just everyone's checking up on you then. <laughs> so already you're at a little bit of un, unease when you're supposed to be at your most rest. Okay, as a club, they're going really well. They're potentially an actual flag chance at the moment because they're playing good footy. This brings huge unrest. He doesn't give a shit. He was going to party no matter what. Mm. He's not worried. The other thing is, if you're genuinely in a premiership window, potentially, like, for me, there's other players in his team that are probably going, I have the belief we can win this year. We can go deep into the finals. For me, him not just going there, but him actually just choosing to drink, to be on the piss, to be really on the soup, instead of just trying to get your body right and take the proper rest it needs and maybe get in and get the massage and keep keep going on with the season as a juggernaut... He's going, well, I don't give a shit if I win a premiership or not this year. I don't think it's this year anyway. Rah, rah. Whatever he's thinking, to me, it's completely I selfish. Don't, and I don't, don't think, think he cares about a premiership. He just wants to make sure he can still make money. You it, know the it comes down to his managers and the people at the club that are there to look after the players. Because they are, some of them are fucking idiots. Like, complete idiots. They can't think for themselves. So they need these people around to well, say, well, fair and, you can't well, go and his, man- and his manager off, is his brother-in-law, from what I understand. So that's yeah, probably... They, they, just need to, they need to be the ones that are held accountable and say, all right, you can't go and and do these sort of things. You need to be doing this in your week off. Um, it's not a week of holiday. You get those at the end of the year, mate. Yeah. You know two other... Yeah. I, I, just think, I just think that he hasn't thought about teammates whatsoever or the or even the bigger picture being the end goal of potentially premiership he's got I don't really care like look because he, he also potentially rules himself out of games by getting suspended which then still hurts his team even more he doesn't give a shit the it's craziest thing attitude. about it mate is two other pies went to Bali I think it was Darcy Moore and I think it was Jamie Elliott that were named didn't hear a fucking word about them did they because they you went over there Elliott. had a quiet holiday got a haircut well, got, I didn't even know they went until now, refreshed. mate. So exactly, go. come back. Yeah, yeah. Goey, the bad boy of the league, Collingwood let him go over knowing yeah. that he's a fucking loose cannon. Yeah. Just dumb. J-Mo must have just dumb from a couple club, extra mate. stickers, Dumb eh? from the club. Mm. Don't let him go. Simple. Yeah. Look, take his fucking... <laughs> All right, hang on. I've got him going. All right, that's enough, again. Nev. <laughs> All right, highlights and lowlights <laughs> for the week, fellas. All right, I'll give you my highlight because Nev's still wound up. Uh, my highlight is the um, the rookies, the mid-season rookies that are um, getting a run, and they're playing pretty well, actually. That Massimo Dem- D'Ambrosio from Essendon, um, he was unreal well on done. the weekend. Really good start. <laughs> uh, Brian Tickle for Port, he got injured really early in the game, but um, but he's made his debut. And Sam Durden's back on a list for the Blues, uh, also made his debut for them this weekend. So uh, really good to see... Um, players that are overlooked in the initial draft to actually get a second chance at it midway through the year and and actually play well uh, when they get their shot. Yep. Neville, me? Oh, right, mate. You no, you can go today. Right. We'll mix my, up the my, order, My mate. highlight, my highlight, <laughs> my highlight, is dead set. <laughs> Sounds like Degoe. It is the, the set of agates on <laughs> Cody Waitman. Oh, to get back on the park. Oh, that, kid's, that kid's elbow was no good. Nada. Catch you later. That should not be nah, where it is. It's supposed to be in the other got way, put mate. Put back where it was. Uh, and well, I don't even know if it got fully put back in, but it's swollen as buggery. They say. Um, kid returned to the game. I guess knowing full well he's going to miss the next few anyway, no matter what. He but, had no but impact. That said, but that said, he there. could um, he could definitely have just you know mm. packed up shop there and then, and he went back on and just think, really that's a lot of bravery for a kid. So yeah, he's got my highlight, mm. mate. Very um, good. My whole lot here, I've got one I want to mention afterwards I'm on the fence tonight, oh, but oh, it deserves a mention. Back to old habits. Mate, you, you will agree, but my main one is uh, Alex Davies from the Suns. His grandpa 
Flew over from Japan to watch his first ever game of AFL to watch his son. I thought it was unreal. Just yeah, the guy yeah. in the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, young fella. Obviously, he's he's from he's got Japanese descent in him. He's one of the first players, I think, with Japanese descent. Um, and it was just really, really good to see. Something like that. So, yeah. Sweet. But, um, the only other thing I want to mention, boys, Cunnington's back on the training track. Really? Yeah. Well, you should have saved that for next week, mate, when he's playing. <laughs> no, mate, it's just great to see him. He's only doing cool. He's only doing drills, but Jesus, it was good to see him back, mate. So he's back amongst the boys. So yeah. only, doing, good... only doing drills, and from what I've heard, he's probably already best on. Yeah, <laughs> but just a good news story I couldn't let pass up. So mm. good, mate. Low lights, boys. Uh, low lights, yes. Now on yours with old mate coming over from Japan, he gets to get in their team. Fucking huddle, huddle. Did he? Their song yeah, at the bro. end of the game and yep. his first ever appearance. How, How good is that? That's good for him. Yeah, fuck for all the other like people that <laughs> the are family Nelly, members, that <laughs> like Nelly there, or they've been watching for their whole life, and then this guy comes for his first <laughs> game and gets to jump in. I he think flies home that's, tomorrow. That's rubbish. <laughs> Never watch a game again. And he gets to get in a huddle. Uh, is that your low light? No, nah, should be. <laughs> that would have been a rough low light. Should be. <laughs> Uh, no, my low light <coughs> is is the Suns, the luckless Suns uh, with injuries. Um, every single year they get these injuries to really like key players. This year alone they've ben. had Ben King, um, Lockie Weller, um, Powell, Lukosius has been out for like six weeks or more. Um, Buterick's done his hamstring and Bose was out for the start of the year with his knee as well. Um, like, that's ridiculous, isn't it? And yeah, and Lockie Weller, who who did his knee um, a couple of weeks ago, he was part of the trade, yeah. pick number two. Listen to this, right to Fremantle, and they used pick number two On to pick who? up Andy Brayshaw, who's currently like wow. killing it in the Brownlow this year. Ah, oh, it's just luck of the draw, isn't it? Really, That's though, fuck, but, yeah. isn't it? The worst thing is a lot of them aren't soft tissue injuries. They're joint injuries. They're They're really severe injuries. It's not like there's an issue with the clubs. No six-week turnaround. I wasn't going to put Buderick in because it was a hamstring. Before that, it was was his knee just before that. Everyone else was all serious serious injuries. Serious joint injuries, generally. They've only just got Jack Bowes returning from one, too. That's right, this week. Rory Thompson had been out for like... A thousand days or something. Three years or something with knees. ACL after ACL. Um, Sam Day, big fella, did pop yep. his hip out one year. Yeah, that's They're right. Just, Far out. Right, yeah. Everything happens. Matt Rowell, fuck. Well, I'll be pretty quick because mine was Will Powell. Um, Ooh, like, I, 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 I was watching too. that game. Like, did you just watch yeah, it? You only yeah. got mate, a bit Because they didn't show the replay at the time. But um, watch it. Oh, fair dinkum, mate. His, his boot nearly kicked some chick in the front row in the face. <laughs> that's how far out it was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so he got mine, the poor bloke, and he's integral little part to their side at the moment. He's an unreal. I love player. his skills. Yeah. His kick is. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever be the Sweet. same. Quick. Oh come oh, on, you never know. Give fine. him, give him hope, Nev. What's your low light, mate? Uh, my low light is Braden Proust, mate. Get rid of him. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see him in footy again. <laughs> him. Why, mate? The bloke's played thirty games in about six or seven years of football. Um. When he hasn't got a shoulder, an ankle, or an injury, he's getting suspended. He's been suspended three times this year. You're Has a big he? bloke. You're yeah. fucking being suspended. So was he suspended on the weekend yeah. anyway, yep. despite getting... No, injured? no, he hurt and got suspended in the tackle. He hurt himself. They did them both at the same time. He's a... He's a, a mate, he's not a footballer. He's not, he's not built to be a footballer. Oh, he's pretty handy. Mate. He's a very good Jeez. footballer. Handy. Mate, he's played 30 games in fucking six years. He's a years. good player. You when just don't want him on your list. He's not a good player, mate. <laughs> 
If he was a good player, he would have played more than fucking like five games per year that he's been in the system. You've had two nuclears tonight, he's, I think. He's up good. Your Mate, he's, he's not good. good. Until he can start playing with less aggression. <coughs> Even Mumford was... Yeah. I'd rather Mumford than him. Yeah, At least right, Mumford eh? can stay in the fucking park. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So, no. Nah. Oh, yeah. Just garbage, mate. Fix yourself up or piss off. All right, mate. Well, the mic's still on you. If you can bring it down a time, we need Nev's news. <laughs> Alrighty, boys. Um, couple here, Parish, high up on some of our vote lists. Um, he's only a test for his calf cork. Now we do know someone that has had a calf cork before, and he was out for eight weeks or longer, so <laughs> he could be in trouble. Um, <laughs> we all saw Powell's ankle. Yuck, gone for the season. Just will really hurt them. I know he's not a vote getter, but I, I, it could change the way things go there. Um, Zorko's out this week. Couldn't get up from his hemi. Gorn's two to four weeks with his ankle. Um, oh, by the way, how many rucks are actually fit this year? Oh, nada. <laughs> Is there a run on Ruckman getting around? Yeah. Which one? The big sure O, Darcy's The back? big O. Oh, big o. He's played every game. Has he's he played about, every game? He's about the only one. Has he, are you sure he didn't miss one game? Darcy fought rucked on his own once. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah he pretty might sure have actually. Was out. Yep. He, he might missed have, one. Yeah. He might have been susp- I don't think it would have been suspension. Big O's Mate, pretty, pretty well-natured. Wits. Wits. No, Wits, he didn't start the season. Yes, he did. Are you sure? Yep, round one. Remember, everyone's like, oh, there's no way he'll be right for round one because of his knee, ACL last year. Nah. Round one, killed Not it. Not buying into yep. it, he missed. Go check. <laughs> yeah, okay. Put a can on it. Luke Jackson. Uh, um, <laughs> Jack Steele looks like he's back. So, big news. He's a he's a vote getter. He's a gun. <laughs> um, Tim English, a big one. He's a really good player for them. Has got some votes. Concussion again. That's like his second one this year. His head must be a marshmallow. <laughs> There's bloody not much. There must be much You're left up there. I don't know. Um, he's he's out for a minimum a week, but he got concussed earlier in the year, mate, and it was only supposed to be a week, and he missed four weeks. Ah, uh, yeah. More to that though. There was. I know he, he was sick in the illness. Yeah. Is that concussion yeah, true. symptoms? True. True. Um, you do say that you come back from a concussion. Yeah, shit you're fucked. Yep. So Next game, shit out. Um, yeah. So Sometimes. that's could be two weeks, mate. They get a rely on Steph. You're talking about English. Yep. Yep. They've got to rely on Steph Martin, probably, if he's fit, or Jordan Sweet. So that Jordan could hurt Sweet's the good. midfielders' ball use there. Um, Bailey Smith. Cool, mate. Oh, Just a quick little one. Yeah. Tomorrow night's game, Lions D's. Zach Bailey's been ruled out. Oh, what happened there? Uh, HNS Protocols. He's, him and Ty got in a car on the weekend and, uh, <laughs> yeah, got a bit freaky. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, we'll see what happens. Fair enough. I reckon the biggest, real biggest take out of that is probably Jack Steele, to be fair. Yep. Um, I, I don't see him, um, you know, getting up to Brownlow relevancy as far as winning it's concerned. But your top 10, top 20s, we mentioned when he's back. If, and if they ever come out, and St. he Kilda could be big value and as well as St. Leader. Kilda's team leader. Because yep. I know I've got Crouch leading at the moment, but he's easily gettable. Um, you know, he might only be 11 or something like that. So, yep. so yeah. All right. Very good. Not um, a lot of relevancy there, but yeah. Boys, let's start ripping into the vote count right now then. All right. Let's uh, take it away here. I've got the Tigers Blues for uh, <coughs> the start of the round here. And uh, Prestia, Dion Prestia was a gun. He's got my three votes. Led clearances, contested possessions, 
had a massive last quarter. Uh, very good. <coughs> yeah. Sweet. Who's next? Neville. Mate, damn pressed here. Three votes, mate. Best on field, in my opinion. Uh, little mate ball. He's uh, put together some good games this year. Yeah. Um, so. Geez. Might have mis- oh, yeah, I know. I wouldn't say I missed a trick. I, but I, might have got a, I might have got a mask about here. But I actually gave best on to a Carlton player, and I went with Sam Walsh. Um, we talk about haircuts, boys. i tell you what else fucking you notice a fair bit out there is Someone with the bright ball in hand. boots. Yeah. Bright boots. Mm. And Walsh, gets that going with him. You know who else does a little bit later on in the pod is uh, Dylan Shield, just quietly. But, uh, yeah, the bright boots, I saw them lit up everywhere like a toddler's. So... He got me. Oh, yeah, those flashy in. ones. Yeah, you know, you come yeah. past the toddler gun in the escalators, you're like, <laughs> they're cool shoes. And they kick the shoes and they yeah, flash, like, yeah. They'll have wheels on them. On a next. set of them. But yeah. Yeah, very good. <laughs> anyway. Walshie, good on you, mate. <laughs> I like that. Uh, with the two votes, um, short, Jaden Short, I thought he was outstanding back there. 16 inside 50s and 989 metres. Oh, he nearly got your K. So close. Well, so close. boys, I went with Sam Doherty. And yeah, the reason why, game. mate, 31 disposals, had 11 marks. But the thing that did it for me is he had 21 disposals in the second half, 10 in the last quarter. That's yep. huge. I saw him at halftime going, oh, he's having a quiet game. And he had four disposals at quarter time. I know that. Yeah, four, sure, and so. then he got seven. Then he went 11 and 10. <coughs> that's massive. He, and that's just like, ooh, yeah. And he was intercept marking as yep. well. 11, 11 marks total, mate. So that's why Doc got it for me because just a bulk yep. pill in the second half. Presti got my two votes, boys. So. And I reckon it's fair to give kudos to uh, uh, Truck there, Truck Rutten, for... Yeah, I gave it to Gresh, mate. Yep, me too. He was a beast. Good man. Ooh, all right. Spanner in the works here then. Oh, I went with uh, another bomber to, for the two just because of the win. Uh, I went with Nick Hines. <coughs> I thought he was back to his best form. Um, finally, ripping off half back and was just trying to get involved in every single play that he could. And when he was doing that, it, it sent him forward a lot. So he got my two. Yeah, um, happy to de- yeah, happy to be debated on that. Yeah, he yeah. he was good. He was all right, mate. But he sort of only touched the ball nine times in the last half, so he had a good start and he just died off a bit. That's sort of why I couldn't go there. I went with Mason Redman, his mate in defence, mate. Thirty-one disposals, eleven marks. I don't know. I can't remember what Ty's criteria, are, but I reckon he would have hit it. How many intercepts did he have? Uh, 
probably got heaps, mate. Yeah, fuck all. Um, but yeah, didn't pass the mate, criteria, mate. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon he was bloody outstanding for them. Just repelled a lot that the Saints had. I had the Mitchell Bishy for the two bards. He he started his motor and he just. Good boy, mate. Good boy. Got around the ground really well. Get off him. I had your your mate Gresham there, fellas. He was only just ahead of Jack Sinclair again in this one. God, he's playing good footy, that Sinclair. Mate, the bloke I had for one, Shield, boys, if your criteria comes into action next week, Bards, he'd be unlucky but might get a vote in this game if someone gets suspended. But not (laughs) quite good enough. Um, Yeah. Mate, I gave it to Zachy Merritt. Now, he's been pretty poor, pretty average this year. He just hasn't lit it up like he he's has been. He's in top three for you. Yeah, he was, mate. He Ooh. was. Um, I thought he was really really good. Seven tackles as well, so he was tackling. Normally, he sort of avoids tackling, but, mate, yeah, I thought he was good. Fair play, mate. I had uh, Nick on the running machine as well for the one there, buds. It was outstanding. Good, good, mate. Good. <clears throat> well, How are you going in there, by the way, mate? You're a bit... You alright? Yeah, mate. I'm getting there. Don't getting fall there. asleep on us. You no, look, no, no, no. you look pretty, uh, yeah, <laughs> busted. Yeah, <laughs> you're all right when I was going off, but you've died down again. Well, um, anyway, there? Port Swans next game. My three votes uh, went to mate, reigning Brownlow medalist Oliver Wines. Um, Get his name. What's that? Did you forget his name? No, mate. He's a running Brownlow medalist. How can I forget his name? <laughs> oh, um, mate, 34 disposals. Just led from the front that game and, yeah, just did a lot of hard work. So blokes like bloody Carl Amon and that on the outside and Rosie could look pretty. Yep. Um, Wines, yes, three by two is outstanding. Yep, he got my three two, boys. I need to dribble on there. Good work. Uh, My two went to a swan, actually. And, mate, he was... The blonde bombshell, Isaac Heaney. Four goals, 16 disposals. May not get Ty's vote because four goals isn't enough, well, Four apparently. and 16s are all, I reckon. Yeah, eight, eight marks to go with that as well. Um, mate, tie, in my opinion, he was levels above any other Sydney player. So, Yeah, uh, the point, the problem is that uh, Riley Bonner was actually better than him. And uh, he had 27 touches, kicked a goal, and had nine marks, which led the ground. He was outstanding back there. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Riley Bonner got my two votes as well. Um, I reckon I might have missed a trick here, um, only because I cross-sectioned this when I went to the one vote to decide on my one vote as to who was the best Sydney player out of Parker and Mills. As I, ah, Parker and Heaney. Heaney, as I didn't catch all this game. Yep. And the coaches' votes, I cross-referenced over to that one this week. I do that a little bit, and it decided it for me. And it wasn't until later on in the piece that I hovered up and realised how many coaches' votes Rosie got. And yeah. I think Riley Bonner only managed to get one. So I reckon I've, we've made a blue here. Because normally, coaches' votes 100%. aren't always translating uh, perfectly. They're, they're not great correlation. Yeah. They're often a little bit off, to be fair. Because coaches notice way different things to the umpires. Yeah. But that said, I'm pretty sure Bonner had like one. And Rosie might have had like eight or nine. So that disparity normally tells me Rosie was probably more prominent. But yeah. anyway, I haven't got him my votes. I've got Bonner with two. Play on. Uh, my one vote, mate, I've got written next to me notes. Rosie, very close. That means shit. Exactly. That means shit. Exactly. Um, I gave it to Carl Amon. Uh, 31 disposals, uh, seven marks, four tackles. Was all around the ground, mate, and uh, definitely helped helped Port kick off to the win. So, yeah. I gave my one to Heaney. He was a gun. Yep, and I gave my one to Heaney as well. Parker led clearances with 10, but I couldn't sneak him in there. So he was unlucky. All right, boys. Cats, Eagles. Uh, oh, it's worked fuck. out perfectly. Oh, I don't know how 
Jimmy's <laughs> every... That's why he jumps in with the yeah, first game. because He tells yeah, who to go first. You started, mate. He's a flog, mate. Typical cat supporter. Cats, Eagles. Cats were back. Thank God. Go Cats. Um, Cam Guthrie, three votes there, 25 touches and 13 tackles. Champion. That's enough for me. That is handing <laughs> the ball back to the umpire. So often it's not funny. Three to Guthers. Hey, Told you, Just quietly, I've, I mentioned this, I reckon, four weeks ago. I said Guthrie hits his straps now. I also noticed Dangerfield was out. I said he's on here. Boys, I'm telling you, it just happens. Every year Guthrie winds up and you watch him fade in about two weeks' time. <laughs> no, you just meatloaf me. Took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, Cam Guthrie, oh, mate. And that's I was cute. literally about to say, Bards, you flagged it, but you fucking got him before. Oh, me. I tried to brag on myself. I should have waited for should you. Should have waited, mate. I was going to butter you instead. up. Uh, I've gone uh, with Stengel for the two votes. Uh, probably the best game I've seen him play for the Cats. Just forward pressure, craftiness up there. He ended up with three goals, two uh, from 15 touches, but. Um, the work around the ground that he provided was unreal. Yeah. Plenty of opportunities there. Stengel got my two votes as well. But can I just say, any other team that kicks 3-2 and has 15 touches, you're not giving him votes, mate. That's, oh. That is bullshit bias if I've ever seen it. I just I watched it, but so you gave intensely. it to him. Yeah, oh, no, I did. He's right about it. Oh. But if it was an if it was not a Cats Wouldn't player that kicked three and had fifteen disposals, that was Zach Bailey. Oh, not in lucky the votes, to feature mate. in the votes, mate. Well, it depends. Everyone else had limited touches. Twenty-five was like nearly the top touch. One-eyed Wally. <laughs> um, mate, my two votes actually went to an eagle. Um, <laughs> probably call it Wally too, do you? The one-eyed one. <laughs> <laughs> one-eyed Willie. Um, Good one, Neville. That's you enough, Nev. Mate, Elliot Yo got mine. Now, I thought the Eagles, at half-time, this was anyone's game. Um, Cats ran it out as I expected them to, but Elliot Yo played across half-back. Now, I didn't watch much of this game at all. I only caught the highlights. I actually texted Ty earlier on in the week and just asked him about this game. So, my votes could be a little skewed here, but I went with Yo. Um, I just saw him a lot. Through the highlights, just getting pill, distributing it. So, seemed to have a different role. So, I gave him my two. Yep, cool. Uh, didn't have him. He was unlucky for me. Um, I mean, shit. But I went with Barras because he hit the criteria. He's got a dirty big mop on his head. He can't get votes, outstanding. mate. outstanding. Yes, he can. He, he cost us last year. All right. I took a different one, boys. I went with Jack Redden. Um, pretty big game from him. Laid seven tackles. Always important for me. Six clearances as well, so yeah, and I think he had the most scoring, no, second most scoring involvements for Coast, but yeah, liked him, and I don't think the one <coughs> vote's going to matter much for that one. Yeah, um, my one vote, now, listen to you boys, probably all the blokes you've mentioned, like Stengel and that, probably do finish in front of this bloke, but uh, I just kind of read the match report as well and used that, um, since I didn't watch it, I went with Joel Selwood. Um, he just featured quite heavily, and they said he was quite instrumental in the middle. Um, in a not very high possession game, um, 24 is still quite high, and yeah, just... Fair yeah, enough, just mate. Just more of a dart, that really? one. Dogs, Giants. For me, um, well, this was pretty simple for me. Um, if you kick six, you're pretty much getting the three votes, so if you kick seven, two, and get 21 disposals, you're 100% getting the three votes. Toby Green, stellar game. Three votes. Lock that bastard in. Nine goals in COVID ball, isn't it? It would be, yeah. <laughs> Plus two. Well done. Toby Green, mate. The old tip rat himself. Three votes. <laughs> yep. Three goal assists for him as well, which is a criteria. And he's hit it. 
Very good. Boys, Voldemort <coughs> has snuck in his little nose in here for two votes. Dare I say his first name, but his last name is McRae. 37 disposals, a goal. So he hit the scoreboard, which is huge for Voldemort when it comes to getting votes, as we learnt last year. Um, scoreboard really makes certain of them. So he got my three. They won the game. Mate, that too, but they won the game last year a few times when he got about 40 disposals and it didn't help his cause. Do not make me relive last year's. <laughs> uh, Jack McRae. Good boy. Whoa. Is that the it hurts to say his name, boys. It still Are we hurts. on a sweep here? It still yeah, hurts yeah. to say his oh, name. You said, his, you said both names. still hurts to say it. Voldemort. I have Lord Voldemort. <laughs> well done, Ty. He who must not be named. Lord McRae. We are on a sweep here, fellas. <laughs> now, the one vote for me goes to the tallest man on the ground. Well, he might not have been second tallest, we'll say, because I think Brucey could have him covered. But Tim English, 34 hitouts and 23 disposals. Ty Clarkson, in your words, my friend, that is 57 touches of the football. And, uh, yeah, he got my one vote. Yeah. But I know this could be challenged by a couple of five goal getters. Yeah, so I've actually got written here Norton slash Waitman, both chances, but unlucky. Don't mean shit. Both of them. Mate, I went with Stephen Coniglio. Oh. From GWS Giants, mate. 32 disposals. He kicked two goals, one as well. Mate, that's a bloody good game, and that probably gets you a vote almost every week. Whether it does this week, though, because there was a lot of performers, we'll see. That's yeah. a pretty good game, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't got him. I've got uh, Waitman, five snags, and Ooh. the hut come back after popping his elbow out like that. Um, was brilliant. I think the umpires like that too. I think so. Yeah. Oh, you don't umpire. think you don't think the fact he only touched it three times in the second half might diminish his chances? No. <laughs> Adamant. <laughs> I reckon you're wrong. Yeah. All right, Nev. Next game, uh, mate. Suns Crows boys. Um, I actually last found this game. one. Yeah, last game of the round. No, nah, last game. Of the buy rounds, I should say. Mate, I actually found the votes difficult in this game. Um, I went with... You should give them to someone that doesn't, then. Mate, I went with Isaac Rankin. I went with Rankin. For three votes? I did, mate. I found it really hard. Mate, yeah. You put the pipe down. Mate. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should pick it back up. Mate, yeah, I went with Rankin. He kicked three goals, too. Only 17 disposals. But he just was... I just remember a lot of what he did in the game. And that's what I mean. I found it really hard. Um, there's other blokes with more disposals, blokes with the same amount of goals. But, mate, I gave it to him. All right. Yeah. Hey, each to their own. Tight. You give me shit about giving Stengel two votes when he only had 15 touches. Mate, I'm not a cat goals. supporter. Get over it. Mate, I gave three votes to Rankin for three goals and 17 touches. You're having me on. No, he had two goal assists as well. He was Eat a... shit and die, oh. Bards. He was an animal up there. Go in. He played very You're well. having me on. Go in and Three get COVID goals. off Ty again, <laughs> would you? Oh, Good man, Ty. Who wants the can? You made me feel yeah. like who shit, Who wants too. the full can Campbell. on this game? Well, who are you putting in first? No, it's not, it's, not, it's not who I need to put. It is me telling you... Rankin will not get the three votes in this game. No, I'm not taking that on. You got to say. Oh, who you absolutely. You got to say who will get You're three votes. Piss. Yeah, I'll take. No. It. I'll take it. Okay, there well, you go. Your can tonight. Right. Neville's a weak bastard. My th- okay, full can. Full can is just that Rankin will not get the three votes. You both have he him for three. That's right. Amongst yourselves, surely you you're very. No, because I said I wasn't confident. All right. 
He will get it. Yeah, you I'm always back out, Nev. Oh, I told yeah, you at the start. This was very oh, hard. Oh, we, hey. <laughs> glad you I have a very muffly voice tonight. <laughs> now, uh, my three votes went to Noah Anderson, all right? We'll move along a bit. But Noah Anderson was unbelievable. He had 19 in the last half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, that's good. And his impact when the... Basically, they lost the uh, lost the centre clearance tap and then he intercepted it like three or four times in a row in the last quarter, which led to the goals for the Suns and just they kicked away every single time Anderson yep. touched the pill. He was unreal. Yeah, fair. Um, my two went to a bloke that had the ball 42 times and got rid of it 42 times. That's Rory Laird. Mate, there's no way somebody touches the ball that much, even if their team gets beat, doesn't at least get a vote. But he also had six tackles. I reckon he gets the two votes. Mate, the umpire touches it more than that every single game. They get well, zero votes. Good on you, Ty. Good joke. Thanks, mate. Uh, it's not a joke. It's true. Now, Matt Rowell. <laughs> Matt Rowell gets the two for me, fellas. He uh, He's moving really, really well at the moment. And he looks like he's getting back to that 2020 level. Jeez, we're a spread field here, boys. Yeah, Man, I reckon. It was a hard game, uh, yeah? Look, Rory Laird got my two votes as well. Yep. i tell you what. He's only just lucky to get in there, too, because... He had a lot of just one-touch yeah. tap-on, one-touch tap Like, 30 fucking handballs we're talking in 42 disposals. Lady, let me give you a little Tip. rocket, the same as what we did to Essendon there about a month ago. There is way too many handballs in your game. So It's not four, just him. Mate, the highest disposal getter for, for Gold Coast was Noah Anderson with 28. There was three crows ahead of that over the 30s, one in the 40s. Yep. And they, they lost the game by 33 points, like... Come on. All well, they, more than that. Sorry. Mate, as a team, they're just, just too handle happy. Oh, they, they are. And that's exactly just where Essendon happy. went wrong. Essendon yeah. have slowly <laughs> rectified it the last couple of weeks. Adelaide needed to do the same thing. Kick the bloody ball. 100%, mate. But he got my two votes because he was prominent enough. Um, <laughs> so my one vote, um, tossing up between two blokes here, Jordan Dawson for Adelaide um, was bloody good off the back line. But I had to give it to the team that won. Uh, it went to Ben Ainsworth. Another bloke. Um, random. Doesn't normally get a lot of votes. Um, but three goals, two, 20 disposals, bloody good game. And, mate, without the three goals that Ainsworth and Rankin kick, who aren't notable big goal kickers, like multiple per game, yep. mate, they, they won the game for them. So, yep. yeah, Thanks, I think mate. his forward pressure was insane. That's good. Um, I had Laird. Yeah, fair enough, mate. And yep. I had Ainsworth yep. because I felt he was marginally better than Rankin yeah, personally okay. with his forward pressure. So... Awesome. That's it for the votes, boys. Right. It is time to get into... We're just going to let everyone know our individual top fives, okay? Yep. So, um, if you can get them up for us, boys, we'll get into the top five. Yeah, for who wants to go first? I'll go, mate. In, in your current Brownlow tally, of course, I'm talking about. Yep. Not, not teams or anything silly like that. Righto. I've got a tie for first place, boys. She's tight. She's tight on a Fisher's thing <laughs> Um... <laughs> Boys, I've got Andy Brayshaw and Lockie Neal tied on 22 votes at the current time, leading. Um, just behind them on one vote, I have the ball Patrick Cripps on 21 votes. In fourth, I have Clayton Oliver on 19. And rounding out the top five, I've actually got three blokes tied. Took Miller, Darcy Parrish, and Sam Walsh. Interesting. Wow. Mate, can you just read your top yep. five? So, Andy Brayshaw, yep. Lockie Neal... Paddy Cripps, Clayton Oliver, and then I've got Miller, Parrish, and Walsh all tied for fifth place. All right. I've got Andy Brayshaw at the top there on 24. Lockie Neal on 22, same as you, Nev. Yep. Paddy Cripps on 20 votes. Yep. 
Oliver on 19. Same four, mate. Wow. Uh, and then Darcy Parrish rounds out the top five on 16 votes. Pretty much okay. spot on. I'm slightly different. Of course you are. Oh, no, just you look like at you. saying that to me. We just look at you, mate, and we know. Um, so I actually have Oliver okay. on top um, by one vote. How many? Oh, sorry, on 22. Okay. What, what was your leader on, boys? 22 for me. Okay. I had 24. So leaders on t- oh, wow. Okay. 24, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, oh, boy. 20. <laughs> All right. Um, Lockie Neal on 21. Yep. So just behind him there. Um, Andy Brayshaw on 19. Okay. Definitely catching up. Cripper then on 19 as well. So Same. they're tied. Same four, boys. And then I've got, um, I've actually got Petraka and Jeremy Cameron. Oh, okay. Tying. Yep. For fifth position. So, yep. Um, yeah, and the, but they're all the way down on 14 for me. Okay. So, what's your fifth position on how many votes? Well, mine are on 16, 16 but oh, sorry, yep. throwing back to you, just behind them, I've got Jeremy <laughs> Cameron and Christian Petrack on 15. Yep. So, they're only a vote out of fifth spot, mate. All me. right. So, end of the day, our top our top four, let's say, anyway, Oliver Neal, Brayshaw, Cripper. Locked in, mate. The, four, the, fifth, the fifth, there's small disparity there with... Uh, I have Petraka and Cameron. Yep. And you boys have for fifth. Parish. Uh, Miller, Parish, Walsh. Miller, Parish. So Which you's probably you probably would have. So in comparison the to the market, lads, we've got um, Lockie Neal currently favoured at $3. Yep. So we've all got him in our top five. We've got Bracer at $4.50. All again in our top five. Cripper, four fifty. Oliver, five bucks. So those top four that we've all got are all... In in under five dollars, okay. So it's a shit fight there, and then um, Petraka is next in the market with ten bucks. Who is actually my guy coming fifth? Yep. Um, the other guys you two mentioned coming in your top five at the moment was Tuke Milanev. Yep. At twenty ones, yep. if you like him still, anyone Parish out there? Parish and Darcy Parish. Forty one. Forty one dollars. You got to suggest that's still huge value, but. Um, Sammy Walsh He's injured at the moment. No He's got to come back. It's a calf. They're generally a recurring thing. And he also is already probably five to seven votes behind our leader there. Um, Minimum. So Parrish yeah. is probably the one that's genuinely running out of time, yep. you'd suggest. Yep. So, yeah. So our bars, top five bars, is in order. Brayshaw and Neil tied for first on 22. Oliver and Cripps, 20 votes each. And then Darcy Parrish in fifth place on 15. Wow. Excellent. I'll tell you what, I need to be putting a saver on Clayton Oliver because after tipping him last year, if he goes on with it this year, I will not be a happy yeah, camper boy. Yep. Having all my eggs in one basket with uh, Lockie Neal. All right, fellas, time to get on Tobbo's temperature check. It's back tonight, boys, so pretty exciting times this. Listening carefully, this is the guide to genuine success over the next couple of weeks. So we'll, take we'll it away, Ty. Sit back and, and watch him work his magic inside over there. So, temperature check tonight, fellas. Um, we, we did pretty well uh, the last temperature check, but uh, we've got around 15 to 17 now. So, um, we'll start with Lockie Neal. He's right up the top on a lot of leaderboards at the moment. I think he's the favourite at the moment, isn't he, Bards? He is, mate. Um, so, Neal, five votes in his last three games. He's got the D's, Dogs and Dons to come. Um, he's averaging over 30 Ooh. touches per game against these three teams in his career. Yeah, that, right. Like if you're ad- averaging 30 in a career of, I mean, how has he played? Two twenty, two thirty oh. games. 
These um, dogs don't. None of them that's tag right. either. No, they that's exactly tag. what I was just trying to think. Uh, 41 disposals, two goals against the Dons earlier in the year. You can nearly guarantee he's got three votes already against them this year. <laughs> um, so he's in form against them. Uh, 46 touches against the D's in his last encounter last year. Oh. Um, <clears throat> can you see him slowing down? I don't think so. Uh, D's are struggling lately too, so it's going to be a cracker this weekend uh, to see who gets over the line. Obviously, without Bailey, it'll be a little bit Thursday tougher night for him, footy, but, uh, boys. Yeah, if the Lions win, Neil's uh, right up there in the votes. He's, he's going to rack up pill regardless. So um, they get the win. He gets votes. Uh, they beat the Dogs and the Dons. He took three votes uh, against the Dons last year as well. Uh, so I think Neil takes five-plus votes in the next three weeks. He's not slowing down at all. Uh, Sam Walsh is next here, fellas. Uh, polled in the last five games straight. He's really starting to dominate um, at Carlton. They've got Frio, Saints, and the Eagles to come. Uh, he polled in both matches against Frio last year and took the best on ground against St Kilda. He's in fine form this year, and he's um, getting footy all over the park. His motor is just outstanding, the way he moves around that field. Uh, I think he carries on with another four votes in the next three games, at least four votes, that should say. Uh, Andy Brayshaw right up the top again. Uh, this week um, he's polled in seven of his last nine games Ooh, um, wow. for the bar sorry he, he polled seven votes from out of nine from his last three games I should say oh um, wow yeah so he's had two best ons and like a, a, a two a one of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's rocketed sorry, to the one, top yeah. of a lot of leaderboards out there they've got a tricky draw um, with Blues Port and Saints so it's sort of it'll be a, a telling eight, telling they? thing of are Frio actual contenders or or where are they where are they sitting if they can win these games he's going to get votes he got none last year against these three teams oh but they lost all of the games um, yeah they're year, a different they're team this year better. too aren't okay. they Brayshaw's lifted the team's lifted um, they'll be favourites to win in all of those games I think no mm-hmm. tag and I think he's going to carry on with at least four votes of his own. Still, yeah, right. It goes from uh, zero against those sides last year. You think he can still at least rack up the four, four mate? Yep. Yep. Just due to the yeah the winning form, I guess, as that's well right. as his own personal. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Oliver, uh, seven votes in the last four games. He's on fire. He's standing up with Petraka quieting down a bit. He's taking the back seat. Um, Oliver's just exploded. So uh, they got Lions, Crows, Cats to come. Um, these on the slide, um, they're sort of all danger games for him really you could probably nearly guarantee the Crows as a win uh, for them it's at Adelaide Oval though which adds an extra dimension of um, you know uh, trickiness to them mate no Ruckman for the D's either for the next four weeks they've got to run Lukey Jackson so that's right they could have big implications uh, against the Cats though uh, Oliver will probably be tagged by O'Connor I think yep. uh, he's started back in that role starting in the middle to run with he went with Luke Shuey on the weekend yep yep. Um, could curve his influence a little bit um, anyway two best on grounds in five matchups against these three teams last year okay um, one versus Adelaide one versus the Cats so you've got a best on ground yeah right so um, he knows how to play against them I think he can still go three to five in that sort of range yep he'll, yep. he'll pull, pull the best on in one of those three games I think yep um and then Due to him getting a, a best on against Geelong last time round, you yep. would think O'Connor definitely goes to him. Well, they'd that have one. to, yeah. Has to be the quiet game. and then yep. Because yep. I reckon he went to Petraka last year. Because yeah. Petraka was on fire. Yeah. 
and uh, and Oliver's been the form player for the Demons, so he will uh, he will yeah attract him. Yep. Uh, this other bloke, I was surprised to see him in the temperature check, but it's the human meatball. We spoke about him earlier on. He's polled nine in the last five weeks. He's nine spicy. In the last five He's a weeks. spicy meatball at the moment. He's yep. very very hot at the moment. Plenty of curry in there. Uh, they've got Cats, Eagles, Suns. Um, he didn't play against any of those teams last year. Um, obviously, he had injured. He's, he's always out injured. That's uh, the worry, isn't is it? Which is why you can't really back him for, for too much, I don't think. Yeah. Um, if he does play this weekend, O'Connor probably goes to him. Um, Rao's been winning a lot of footy of his own, so I don't know if he's still going to tag um, or just let him run. Um, I'm not sold on him. I think only maybe two votes in the next three weeks. Um, for Prestia, just his body, I don't think will hold up. For it's been what three weeks since he's been injured. So. <laughs> it's been too long. Yeah. It's he's been due, too long. He's due for an injury. Uh, we don't wish that on anyone, but it's just the the way it goes. Uh, now, just for the guys that have gone cold, a uh, few of the the leading runners here. Cripper, only three votes in his last five weeks. Yeah. Um, he's still racking up plenty of pill, hitting the scoreboard. He did last week in his was his one fiftieth game or. Oh, Something. Something like that, yeah. Um, it was his one fiftieth last yeah, week. Yeah, he'll be back in the votes though. Um, in the next three weeks, he'll he'll get three at least. Do you think the, the break will help weeks. him again? Yeah, you well, reckon definitely. He'll just a guy like him, him needs to have that that bit of space so um, to to sort of work on themselves, get himself fresh. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think he'll get three anyway in the next three weeks. Darcy Parish, we spoke about him as well. He's in our top five. Um, calf injury, missing footy for the last three weeks. Not sure on his return yet. <coughs> Cuffs are anything. tricky always, Never. aren't they? Yeah, well, that's right. That's where the speed comes from to sort of break away and get into space, which he does a lot of. Yep. So, um, yeah, they may, I don't know, be um, cautious with his return. Yep. Josh Kelly is another one there that's died down. He's very cold at the moment. Hasn't in the last he what? four weeks, um, his disposal has been way down. Yeah, He's under 20s cracked, in the last couple. Cracked 30 once in, in the last um, four weeks. Does that coincide with so. the new coach coming in, pretty much? No, because he lit no, it up, he, he was it, it up in the, early what, days. The first game the, or something. Two yeah. weeks ago, he did cop a tag early yeah. in the game before it was released. And then last week, honestly, I didn't catch enough of the he game to know. But, last week. but he, he was yeah. soured. So, he can't yeah. shake a tag, eh? The week, so, not last week, the week before, there was about five GWS players that went over 30 disposals. And he had 29. He was under... Under the thirty and five other guys, well, you'd expect if five people can get over thirty, he's one team, of them. He's one of them. Mm, yeah, but uh, I don't know what's going on there with him. But he needs to sort his shit out. Um, <laughs> Tracker, um, he scored zero votes in the last three games for us. Um, again, with uh, same draw as Oliver, obviously he had yep. two best on grounds in those three matchups from last year. Uh, I'm backing him to come back into some form. They need him. Max Gorn's out. He'll need to stand up, and uh, I think this is lights on him. You need to stand up track, and uh, four votes coming his way, I think. I'm with you three. there, Ty. I think, I think the break will help him too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep, just refresh. And... Um, Jack Steele has been injured for the last seven weeks. Only one vote behind for St Kilda's leading uh, vote getter for their team. He's paying $2.50 to win most votes for St Kilda still. He's only one vote behind for us at the bar. Um, wow. That's yeah. how influential he is, eh? I back him to go four-plus easily. You get on him this week at 250 and you've like more than doubled your money. That's um, just Vicky's, Good maths, Vicky's mate. mate. Vicky's. He's already in me bets, boys. <laughs> um, 
Bailey Not Smith early. is the last one here, fellas. Uh, two weeks for headbutt, two weeks for nose beers. He's ineligible for the brown, though. <laughs> um, just for you, buds. Um, Thank you, mate. Yeah, but he's nice still reminder. he's still right up there for the team, and he's got about a uh, four or five vote uh, lead. Four weeks out hurt, so doesn't it? That's right. Four mm. weeks out, you give two best ons to Bont or two best ons to McRae or someone like that, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're in Even front of him. dunks, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, that's it. We're done. Mm, beauty. Excellent, mate. Very good. Um, yeah, sweet. So, a couple so, of prominent guys still going to rack up a fair bit. That's um, right. Off that, I, I think Lockie Neal will be leading outright uh, in the next three weeks. Yep. Okay, that's what your conclusion is. Yep. And um, also getting votes out of that top four, I guess, that we've all got in um, Oliver, Brayshaw, and who was fourth there? Well, Crips, Cripper, it's probably it's probably um, Brayshaw potentially. Brayshaw potentially sliding just a little bit, and um, Oliver's still doing his stuff. That's right. So. Yeah, off, off of last year, Brayshaw. Yeah, just no just if he doesn't quite go as high above last year's efforts like you're hoping, yeah. um, he might still. Yeah. Okay. The one thing I Very take good. out of that is Brayshaw and Neil. They've almost got the monopoly on. Like they're the best player in their team. Yeah. Oliver's got Petraka. Slow couple of weeks coming off a break might explode. Yeah. Cripper coming off a week probably will be good again, but he's got Sam Walsh there to fight with, so they're fighting for votes. Brayshaw's got no one really to fight with. Neither's yeah. Lockie Neal. Very true, well, mate. So, My biggest concern is the Demons there with their run and their form of late. Yeah. Three, three in a row they've lost, and then they play Lions and the Cats in the next three weeks. That's right. Already weakened, um, already a little bit of doubt creeping into their mind. And yeah. two of and the top four That's right. Potentially so. not gaining the three votes in any of those games. I so. think we'll learn a lot this week, this week's games. I think all the top eight play one another. Ripper, oh, as always, mate. Car. I always take plenty out of your temp check personally. Yeah, so that was good um, this week. It relates to my vo- <laughs> um, my votes. It relates to my betting <laughs> a lot, your yeah. temp check, mate. So I hold you responsible when I lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's slip in and under the pump. Nev, you've got the questions tonight, mate. So I do this week, mate. How many have we got? We've got a couple. I've got five, mate. This week. Yeah, I thought there was. Five in this week. So well, you you've been carrying on. You may have chat. seen a couple, but I tried to... Yeah. Oh, I've seen none, to be honest. Oh, okay. I just heard well, you saying good. it's popular this week. And yeah. That's good. Um, righto. Well, let me get the timer set. So first one, boys. Um, this one comes in from John. We kind of answered this, but... I didn't get to hear what you boys said, so I'll let you guys do this one. Um, thoughts on the Quainor Genevan rubbish is what he said. Oh, yeah. Go. Oh, well, I have. Um, <laughs> oh, to be fair, I couldn't care less. They're just trying to have a pile on, in my opinion. Most of the media is having a pile on at Collingwood while they can. All right, let's um, bash them. Boys stepped out of line because it just is a little bit derogatory towards women, and that's fair enough. But, um, yeah, I don't think it's too much, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, mate. Uh when I first seen it, I thought they were together. Because um, I, I didn't see the actual video. I just saw these two blokes in bed together. Uh, anyway, no, dickheads. Seriously, you get off your phone. That's enough, Ty. Stop. Right didn't there. even give never go. No, no I said nothing. I answered it in... I did answer it. Give a little bit of opinion, Nev. No, Mate, nothing. I said... That's, that's enough, Nev. Let's all laugh. Dickheads. I've been that for Look what weeks. i got to put up with. Clowns. Uh, this one comes in from Marcus. So many ruck injuries this year. All they're obviously all tall blokes. He says um, anything, the way the game's being played, all the rules introduced this year that could be contributing to it. No, I just think it's genuinely bad luck, terrible luck this year. 
yeah, shit out of luck. Uh, obviously, they're big, tall, clumsy uh, people, but um, no, nothing. Well, the fact that Braden Purse and Tim English have uh, contributed to 75% of the injuries to talls and rucks this year, um, I just reckon they need better bodies. <laughs> 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 nah, it's not, the it's, biggest one on the field. It's not not. It, I, I I'm with you, Buzz. It's just unlucky. I just think, yeah, that's, that's enough, Nev. His name's Nev. Yeah, Sorry, relax. His name's uh, I know you're crook, but you Christ, man. Righto, this one comes in from Ryan. <laughs> Who wins this week, Demons or Lions, and why? Uh Lions. There's a little bit too much doubt creeping into the Demons' minds yep. at the moment. Uh yes. I will say the Lions as well, and it's just because they've lost three in a row. They don't have Max Gorn. Um, yeah, or Stephen May. Oh, uh, May will be back probably. Think so? yeah. He may, he may not. I'm going to say the Demons. Um, reason why is... No Lions, Gorn. Mate, Lions haven't won down at the MCG for eight years. Okay. Um, they've only played nine games down there in eight years. You just reset the time. Mate, I dog. forgot to press That's it. Enough, I forgot to press it, so I'll just keep going until it beeps. Um, I just, I don't know. I want the Lions to win. I just think the Ds will bounce. I really do. So. Fair enough, mate. Um, alrighty. Uh, this one, no, this one's not from me, but it is from a Daniel. So, great name, mate. You're a fucking legend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> will a Brownlow winner come from outside the current top four favourites in Brayshaw, Oliver, Cripps and Neil? If someone outside those top four... Is going to win it? Or if? Oh, hang on. Well, no. Will just, it? No, just the, no the question yeah. is, will a Brownlow winner oh. come from outside? And if they are, they will, who is it? No. No, they won't. Not a chance. One of those four are winning the Brownlow medal this year. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, I'm with you on that one too. I just, yeah, don't think anyone one, else can. One of those guns uh, in Sam Walsh is 10 votes behind. Yeah. That's three best odds. It's Walsh or Petraka, isn't it? Probably. It has to be one of them too, and I don't think they can... They're yeah. fighting for votes with Track, two that are in the top track, four. Tracks uh, eight votes behind at the moment, maybe, but I don't think so. Yeah, right, buds. No, yeah, no, oh, no way in the world, mate. Sweet, that's enough, buds. I, I don't even. That's enough, into mate. Maybes. That's enough. <laughs> uh, last one's from Colin. The last one of the night. Um, we saw some gruesome injuries on the weekend in Waitman and Will Power. Knowing that you lads have played footy or are still playing footy, what is the worst injury you've had? Oh, well, I've torn, I've had numerous, but I've torn my ACL. So You've also was, torn your brain. That was a complete knee recast, so that was pretty bad. But How tell many you what, concussions have you had? Oh, enough. <laughs> I'm a marshmallow like Tim We English, can tell as well. But we I tell you tell. what, popping rib cartilage was up there with excruciating. Yep. <laughs> Kept coming in and out. In and out. Yeah. Uh, Bards himself actually fractured my scapula last yep. year. That was painful. But probably the rib was worse because yep. you can't sleep, you can't move. Mm-hmm. Mine would be my, when I did my AC joint. Fair enough. Done. Beauty. He knows exactly how much time he's got left. He well, I've got to keep looking. Quick. You give me three seconds, you flog. I was trying to run Such it down a, a bit. Of course you were. All right. Is that it, mate? It is, mate. That's it. I Very good. I was going to say diabetes was his um, injury. Nah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Nah, mate. Nah, mate. Yours would be alopecia, wouldn't My apologies to anybody out there. Oh, I almost passed out. That's so good. All right. 
<laughs> Moving on, boys. It's time to get into our best bet. Now, let's do a recap of last week's first. Now, last let's, week... Let's not. We could not do the live podcast due to me being away through COVID. And now that Ty's got it, we chose not to do it as well. There will be a live pod coming, I promise you. But we still did the big freeze, um, mega multi from the boys here at the bar. So we're going to talk you through each of our legs mega and fail. how they went. But she was another, yeah, mega fails, fair, Nev. Uh, Jeez, we cannot take a trick. But anyway, individually, boys, we'll go through our, our legs. Oh. We'll very quickly recap it. It was obviously a loss. And then we'll get into uh, this week's best bet. Alrighty. Well, I had the Tigers-Carlton game. So, I had Shea Bolton, 15. Sam Doherty, over 28.5. Charlie Kerno two. Um, Charlie Kerno only kicked one. I think he kicked one, too. So... Yeah, didn't get it, boys. Yeah, Got stuffed, the other two. That's from the get-go. I did, mate. And it's probably the easiest leg of the lot, too. Like, you'd expect him to kick that. You would. The leader. Well, one, when you kick the one, two, as well. Yeah, dog. Anyway, I had the next leg there. I had Hawkins kick three or more. Tom Atkins to get 15 or more disposals. And Tom Stewart to get 25 or more disposals. The one leg that... The easy leg. The easy leg. Tom Stewart <laughs> to get 25 after going 40s like the last three weeks. He had a shocker. Uh, he got 17, I think. Didn't even just, get close. Just want to mention. Something shit. Came off a concussion. He did. Mate. Yeah. yeah. But and if you were here, you would have flagged it yeah. and you would have made him change. I thought about it. flagging it. I let him so go. That's one leg. Yeah, we'll never let him go. So you only lost by one leg in yours? Yeah. yeah. Same. Same. We all one leg. Yep. All yep. Of us, mate. And even likewise. So fun. for myself, oh, yeah, aware of it. Um. Yeah, I had Jack McRae to go 30. He got 37. I had um, Libba to go 20-plus. He got 26. Isaac Cumming to go 20-plus. He got 21. And uh, <coughs> Josh Kelly, who's been in the form of his life um, until last week where he got tagged, and then this week, obviously, coming, he got 17. Got he was on 11 at half time. Got greedy, didn't needed he? Needed nine with a half to go and couldn't pull it out. So, but 11. Thankfully, he did 19. Hey, thankfully. Oh, sorry. I went for 30 plus for him, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, Absolutely did. shit the bed, Josh. Absolutely shit I the bed. I reckon you shit the bed, mate. That's great. Nonetheless, we've all missed by a leg. And by the time it got to me. Didn't um, matter. It was well and truly done and dusted. But, uh, boys, think about this week's multi. It's my turn. Back on deck. And I'm going with GWS again. All right. And it is just a pure GWS train here. Not Josh Kelly. No, he's fucking nowhere near. <laughs> he's nowhere to be seen. You know what? I'm going to outsource my bet in my next one. <laughs> You're going to try and that's find it. A, I'm going to outsource find a punter it. out there. I will, mate. That's got more brains than me. All right. Well, maybe that's what we need. We need a fresh le- some fresh legs. But uh, all right. We'll go on GWS. We play Collingwood, okay? Now, Collingwood do not run a tag. They're hot in form. They, they're up and about. They think that they're going to be able to dominate this game, I suggest. Now, going with these guys that have absolutely dominated since the taking over of Spike McVeigh there at GWS. Yep. Stephen Canelio is just loving life going 30 pluses and hitting the scoreboard. I'm just having him for 30 plus against Collingwood. That's all. Just 30 plus. Coggs will hit it. He'll be the only guy that will definitely hit it. Tom Green to get 20 plus. He's getting over 25 since Spike's been in. Yep. But I just think I just want to play safe with him. I only want one high risk. Happy with 20. Happy Tom with 20. Green for 20. Isaac coming to get 20. Seriously, that guy just does not go in at 20. So if he does, I, I, seriously, I don't know. I'll, Mate, walk, I'll walk nude around the block. To help that, no Prusy. Himmelberg off that back line goes into the rup. So that's better for coming. Yep. I like that. Josh Riccardi. <sighs> Jake Riccardi. Oh, sorry, Jake Riccardi. 
to you tell me. Do you want two plus or just to kick a goal anytime? Anytime, mate. All right, anytime it is. That'll reduce it a little anytime. bit. The odds aren't out right now, unfortunately. No <laughs> odds are out for the same game multis. I would suggest you're about $3.50 for that. If the Riccardi two plus, I think that would get to $4. But I would be fairly confident in Riccardi two plus. We won't nominate it. We'll just go him anytime. Thanks to your decision there, Bartos. If he kicks one goal and we win, but the reason I'm confident he can kick, he will definitely kick a goal. He yep. will, 100. Yep. percent Darcy Cameron's going to take Jesse Hogan, and the next actual genuine Darcy Cameron's a ruckman. Uh, no, sorry, Darcy uh, Moore. Darcy Moore is going to take Jer- yep. um, goodness me, Jesse, Jesse Hogan. Hogan. Yep. And the next main tall in there, or the main good defender, I believe for them, is uh, no, no Braden Maynard is going to do a dead set job on. Toby Green in this one. Yep. I don't like him for two or three overs. I think Maynard will really try and rabble him. Jeremy and Howe? then Jeremy Howe. He's more of an Cops Riccardi, and I think he'll drift off you enough to try and help out his teammates. Yep. And he'll, get, he'll sneak one. He'll sneak one to two. Yep. So, But we'll go any time for him. Hopefully that's around $3.50. Yep. We're only focusing on one team there. Yep. GWS yep. out and out against Collingwood. I actually think that can cause an upset in that with a bit of turmoil at Collingwood at the moment. Boys. I don't mind it. Yep, you just don't like it, I can tell. No, no. <laughs> Toy, no. Toy, what are you what are you doing in there, Toy? Is anything? Uh, Donuts? Know. <laughs> I don't know. He ducked off, know. I think. I think he no. had a coughing fit. Yeah, I think Cog, Cogs will be interesting. Hopefully Cogs 30's my only flag there, buds. The rest I love. Yep. Your silence is deafening, mate, for me, and you've really taken the jam out of my donut. Sorry, mate. No, Nonetheless, great, great that's bet. disgusting, love Andrew. Love it. Boys, beer rating tonight, what do we think? Oh, fuck it. What mate, are they called again, Nev? They're a single fin. Summer Owl by Gage <laughs> Rhodes Brewing Company, mate. And, mate, they poll in the top five in the Great Australian Beer Survey every single year. Well, that's and up to us, mate. Mate, <laughs> this here is a nine. It's in my top top five, probably, of all time. All right. I'm I giving give, it a I'll nine. Give it a nine. Eight yeah. and a half. No, eight and a half. They could Ooh. lift on the labelling. looks boring as batshit. Mate. But as far as a beer is concerned, that's pretty good. And I'm going an eight and a half as well. Um, Beautiful. Good drop. All right, boys, until next week, thanks very much for tuning in. Don't forget, if you're on Spotify or any other platform you're listening to, give us a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you. Send some more questions into Under the Pump. Yeah. Um, we love it. It'll just help us get out to um, try and like spread spread our show out to others and try and yep. get us a few more listens. Reach and, out. Yeah. And uh, bye-bye-byes, boys. It is time for uh, full fixtures from here on in. Until next week, adios. Bye-bye-byes. Let's hope we're all here. <laughs> <laughs>